If you look at CBS or NBC or Fox, at Fox you have the opportunity to work with Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski. At NBC you have the opportunity to work with Devin McCourty or Rodney Harrison. At CBS they're going to perhaps wipe out all of their older folks who've been there for a long time because they have expiring contracts. Cower, um, Phil Sims, Phil Jim Sims. Brown, yep. James Brown. So there would be opportunities for You got for J.J. Bill. Watt there now. You got Nate Burleson. Like you go there. Generation. You yeah. catch your breath. You bounce your grandchildren on your knees for a while. You show what a great communicator you are. You show how sharp you still are, which he unbelievably uh, is. And then you don't have to rush in to go cover the, to go coach the Panthers or the or the Bears or, or the Chargers. You don't have to squish this staff together in three weeks and be ready to go someplace else. You don't have to get into a pissing contest with the Crafts. So that was Tommy Curran yesterday, NBC Sports Boston postgame show. I don't think Bill's going to do TV. But when Curran says it, my ears perk up a little bit because I think he's plugged in. Maybe like Bill, a wolf. Yeah, very much. Uh, my ears have perked up like a wolf. And so... You're so funny. Maybe Curran, louder Arkan. So maybe <laughs> Curran is hearing something. Maybe it's leverage on Bill's end, you know, to create, um, you know, a, a threat elsewhere where he would sit out and Robert Kraft would be on the hook for the money. Curran makes a great point, though, about the CBS pregame show. Is Pretty- it the part where he could work with Rob Gronkowski on TV? Uh, no, just that all those guys are out. Yeah. All, all those guys on the scene. Nate Burleson and J.J. Watt, I think, are the only... And J.J. Watt's not full-time on that show. They're all... Their deals are all up. Sims, Boomer. I don't know what that means for this station uh, with his appearances. Uh, James Brown, they're all up. And so is that an indication that there's an open spot and Bill could be in the mix on, on CBS for a year? I don't know. Peyton did it. Other guys have done it. Just Bill, meaning Sean Peyton. Bill's just so old. Compared to Sean Payton and some other coaches who have taken years off, I just don't – I don't know how many years you can take off you want to go rebuild something and coach there for three, four, five years and try to get the wins record. You can't waste a year in your 70s. Right. To me, it's about that wins record. He has something very tangible that he's trying to reach. It's not like, oh, I don't know how much longer I'll coach, and so I'll take a year off and maybe I'll come back for one more year, like a super senior victory lap. Like, it's going to take a little while to get to this record. 617-779-7937. It's how you weigh in on Jones and Mego with Arkan. Let's go to Cotto in Lemonster on the draft. Go ahead, Cotto. Hey, what's going on? So uh, it was more so about Bill, but I got two reasons, valid reasons, why he's got to go. One, because we have absolutely sucked ever since Tom Brady has left. Yep. We've been terrible. Sure. And two, if anybody on the staff would have ever made the mistakes that he's made or a player would have made the mistakes, he would have sent them out the door. So if you want Bill here, you like losing, and you're a weasel. Okay, so <laughs> I I just think a lot of fans are at this point now where it's actually happening and they're getting sad and nostalgic about it. That's all. They look at it and they go, he's the greatest coach of all time, which, you know, he's the most accomplished coach of all time. There's no doubt about that. He's definitely in the mix as the greatest coaches of all time. He's on that short list. And you're looking at it and you're fearful of what's next. And all I would tell you is, if you're fearful of it, you were probably afraid of Claude Julian leaving. You're probably afraid of Terry Francona leaving. You're probably afraid of Doc and Brad Stevens leaving. You're a weasel. You were probably afraid of... Vulture. Vulture. uh, You know, Parcells leaving uh, a long time ago. And, like, these teams have all landed on their feet. And so I just... I wouldn't worry about that. And I get wanting to give Bill his proper due and everything else. I, I get that. I really do. 
But yesterday was a real opportunity to do it, and because they're playing this PR game of making it look like they're waiting and discussing and they haven't decided anything yet, meaning the Crafts and Bill, playing this PR game, you missed out on a real opportunity to, to I don't know, give Bill a, a moment yesterday at Gillette Stadium. It's true because do you think that there is a universe in which Bill – like three years from now when maybe he's done coaching if he goes and coaches somewhere else do you think he'd come back for what tom brady did yes and have like a little bill belichick moment where he waves to all the fans as an opposing coach you mean no just just in retirement in retirement definitely in retirement maybe as an opposing coach maybe i don't know if it if it's on bad terms like if these meetings this week I know, because but it could go sideways. But Bill and Brady to, were on bad terms and they made up. Right. Belichick and Parcells were on bad terms and they made. Like I just feel like that would all blow over. Personally, I could be wrong about that, but I think that would all blow over yeah. eventually. He'd be up there ringing that bell, right? I think. So you think that the bell's still going to be a thing by then? The keeper Ooh, of the light. Good point. The bell's way too new to be canceled already, isn't it? Well, I'm talking like four years from now. Belichick? Four years isn't a long time with the bell. I mean, the bell's brand new. <laughs> Arkan right? sounds a little concerned that the bell is still going to be yeah, there. Yeah, Arkan wants to cancel like, it. Cancel culture is coming after the bell. No, no, no. Arkan's like protect the bell. That's true. That's true. You, I just didn't think that really they the would opposite. stop doing the bell right that, that quickly. So, uh, look, I think, Bill, anybody worried about that, I think they'd get over it, uh, personally. Uh, we'll get back to your phone calls in a moment. 617-779-7937. I promised this uh, uh, answer from Phil Perry last night because it was interesting. We're talking about the futures of Bill and everybody else. Phil Perry also talked about... Mac Jones, who you hear at the end, he spoke earlier today uh, with the media on breakup day. And in the beginning, you're going to hear Bill O'Brien and his name come up. Phil Perry thinks Bill O'Brien's back. In terms of the coaching staff, uh, my belief and the belief of those in the building right now uh, is that Bill O'Brien will return as offensive coordinator. We'll see how things end up shaking out with Bill Belichick and what Robert Kraft decides. Obviously, he had a huge say in the Patriots making a change at offensive coordinator this past offseason. But in terms of the quarterback room itself, after speaking with uh, multiple people who would be in that room, uh, the drama there, maybe not what you might expect. There is some natural tension is how it was described to me because Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi obviously both want to play. Only one could be the starting quarterback. They're also in similar places in terms of their careers. Zappi only one year behind Mac Jones in terms of NFL experience. Okay, so you have the the Mac Zappi drama there that's in the room and Phil says that's overblown. Bill O'Brien back. We already talked about this in the first hour, but let's reset. Thumbs up, thumbs down on Bill O'Brien back. Mostly thumbs down. I will say I had a conversation over the weekend where I was debating with someone whether Bill O'Brien coming back next year is a person who will help along a young quarterback if you take one of these quarterbacks in the draft. And they made the argument to me that O'Brien was successful with Deshaun Watson during his short time with the Houston Texans. And if you look at the records and you look at what Deshaun did there, and I said, well, how much of that is Deshaun Watson? Thank you. And how much of that was Bill O'Brien? And they said, you've been spending way too much time with Jones. (laughs) But that's what I would say. I'm like, oh, wow. So they drafted a quarterback (laughs) at 12. And they moved way up in the first round. And it's like, oh, so he finally got a good quarterback and he had his best offense. And he still never had a top 10 offense. Uh, Thumbs down on Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I'm a thumbs down on him too. And I think there's one quarterback that may be in the draft that I don't think would be all that excited about working with him, which is the one who said... You shouldn't be a quarterback. Yeah, is <laughs> you know, is he in so, this year? Is he going back to Alabama? So. I, think I don't he's know. Going to go back, but either way, like I mean, that's sort of that's sort of the idea. Like O'Brien, I know he's a local guy, and I know that he's got you know ties around here. But this was a brutal season yeah. for him, and I just sort of feel like it's kind of the same thing with these young quarterbacks. I wonder how well he kind of gets yeah, through to them. I'm sure he's a good guy, and you know, like 
I know he's local and people like him and whatever. That's fine. I just he's never he's never coached what I would consider a cutting edge new wave offense. So I'm done. Ryan is in Shrewsbury. Go ahead, Ryan. Okay, to Siver down. <laughs> hello, Ryan. Ryan Hi. Hello? Hi. You're on the air. Hi, my name's Ryan. Um, Hi. Who are you telling to simmer yeah, down? Who are you telling to simmer down? Ryan. Who are you telling to simmer down? Um, yo, 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 my buddy Mateo. Okay, Mateo. Yeah, we're, Mateo, we're simmer on, down. We're on the way to Boston. We're shipping up to Boston right now. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna put him on hold. How do we feel about this guy? Do we feel like this is? Do we feel like this is worth pursuing, Arcand? No. I just want to. <laughs> say, I like Ryan. Mateo, you got to simmer down. There's though. an open container law in Massachusetts. Please hey, Mateo, be safe. Mateo, shut up! Shut up! I'm gonna make my shipping up to Boston joke. I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh, come on! I mean, we've been working on that. We've been playing it out. We've been play acting this out. Method acting this out. It's my big moment. Shut up, Mateo. Mateo, you always do this. <laughs> Why can't you just let me have my moment? Pipe down, Mateo. Louder, Mateo. Louder, Mateo. You're such a spotlight hog. Uh, 617-770. Classic Mateo. You're such a Jones, Mateo. You're such a Jones. Uh, We'll get to all your phone calls coming up. Let's circle back to his subject line only says Belichick. Always dangerous. Uh, Let's circle back to where we started with our big question of the day. If Bill were willing to make sacrifices, would you want him back in New England? That's next on Jones and Mega with Arkin. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.